Blog Talk Radio. Buzzworthy Radio is on. on. The entertainment show that gets you up close and personal with today's hottest stars. Here's your host, Nabelle J. Lee. Okay, that is insane. Hey, everybody, welcome to Buzzworthy Radio. My name is Nabelle J. Lee, as you just heard in the intro. And. Welcome to the Buzzcast, man. It's been a, it's been a while. So I'm excited to be back doing one of these shows. We're going to have one of my friends, Michael Shannon, a.k.a. DJ She's, come by. He's going to talk about his 24-hour um, endeavor that he's going to be doing once again. He once did this back in 2015, and now he's going to be back doing it once again on the 18th of November. So we're going to be talking to him about that. You know, it's been so long since I've done one of these shows. I have, I'm trying to make sure I kind of know what the heck I'm doing. And from the sounds of it, didn't look like I was. <laughs> you notice how it took me five minutes to finally start this show up because Skype didn't work. And then when I was trying to get it to work, trying to put everything in accordingly, it crapped out on me. It shut down. So it's just like, uh, why? Why is it that when you want to come back? It gives you problems. But you know what we got here? We got here. We're going to be talking to him in just a few minutes. He's going to be calling in probably within the next four minutes. So we will be talking to him then. Also, we got to mention the fact that this little podcast of mine just celebrated a milestone. Ten years ago, November 5th, 2007, I did my very first Buzzworthy Radio broadcast here at Blog Talk Radio, where we decided to come home and uh, do this show. So it's nice to go back home to Once You Once Knew. I mean, why not? Buzz, uh, Blog Talk Radio has been very good to us here, and we loved being a part of this community. With We met a lot of people here at Blog Talk Radio from other shows as well as fans and listeners, um, from other programs as well, as besides my own. And it's been a huge whirlwind. I cannot believe that it's been this long since we did our first show. It's, it's incredible. It's insane, to be honest with you. And I am so fortunate that I'm still able to do this. I know that I have not been around to do this for a completely long time. And I do want to get back into the the swing of things. So it looks like we are working that route. But, you know, it's going to take some time. So I'm I'm very happy that I am back. I am able to do one of these tonight. And I think I'm going to be doing another one very, very soon with one of my favorites that I love, love having here. So stay tuned for that. And uh, I will keep you posted on that. So make sure you check my Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of that stuff when that is announced. So stay tuned as far as that's concerned. But uh, before we bring our guest on the air, like I said, he'll be here within the next two minutes or so. But Roy Halliday, man, that, that just stunned me. I found that out yesterday as soon as I got off of work. And that was incredibly sad it was obviously a shock to everybody because it was just unexpected and it just happened and you you know it, it was very upsetting i was uh listening to one of my favorite radio shows this morning on on mmr which was uh, the president steve show and they were talking about it and they had a few people from the phillies or who worked with the phillies on the air this morning one of which was chase utley chase utley uh, no, 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 not Chase Utley. Chase Utley had a statement that he put out, but Cole Hamels had called in this morning and and talked about and talked about him. So I was uh, very sad to hear of of this uh, happening and how it happened. You know, you, you, in the blink of an eye, you just never know, and it's it, it is troubling, and it is troubling that you 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 brought people together under such unfortunate circumstances. And unfortunately that's, that seems to be the way it is in most cases when, when something like that happens, when something that traumatic happens, you know, that, that is when you finally see somebody. So it's, it's very unfortunate that that was 
that was the case for this. But uh, our thoughts and prayers were with everybody uh, from the Phillies as well as uh, Halliday's family. Uh, we, we wish you nothing but love and our sincerest condolences out to you guys. But I want to bring on this gentleman here. We actually had not met each other until last year, but we have been conversing on social media for the past several years. And he's finally doing one of these shows because I remember once we had talked to him about getting in here and it never came to light, but now he is joining us on the phone line. Mike, what's going on, sir? What's going on, bud? Hey, I just want to say one thing. I am doing spectacular. I just want to say one thing. You, I see your pictures. You are very, you know, you're all over the place. And I see you with all kinds of beautiful, well-dressed people. <laughs> you could have anyone on the telephone right now. And you got a big, bearded, sloppy DJ on the phone right now. And I totally appreciate that about you, bud. How's everybody doing I'm, in the radio world? I hear you. <laughs> I, you know what? It's funny you said that because it, there was a podcast that was on this. Uh, on this platform uh, that doesn't host their show anymore, but he he said to me the one day we were just like conversing on the side on Facebook, and he says, you know, you only have hot people on your show. Is there like a prerequisite that you must have before they show up on the show? And I was just like, no, there isn't. It just, I guess it just happens that way. But it's just, <laughs> I have no. And also, I'm sure no I'm not the first one to tell you. I'm sure I'm not the first one to tell you this, but congratulations on doing your podcast for 10 years, man. That is impressive. That is impressive, I, man. I, I can't believe it's been that long. I feel like I just started this damn thing just yesterday. And as I said before, even in a post that I made, I, I, I know I hadn't been consistent with it. You know, obviously work gets in the way because, you know, adulting sucks. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do to pay bills and whatnot. But, you know, I haven't been doing it, but you know, it's always been close to my heart, and I've always wanted to do more shows, and I'm, I'm creeping back into it, and I'm very fortunate that you are one of my first people after my official 10-year date <laughs> to stop by and talk to me, so I can't front. I wouldn't front. have it any other way, bud. I wouldn't have it I any other way. I can't front. So, so, so what's going on, man? I, I, I see there's some stuff that you probably want to get off your chest today because it it, it seems there's a lot of things that's very it just seems intense (laughs) i feel like i want you to set that record straight after all i mean as you put it this is the nevelations man i feel like you need to set some revelations out there to some people uh you have you have your 24-hour endeavor coming up on the 18th this is not the first time you've done one of these. You did these. You did this two years ago, which I did, unfortunately did not get the chance to attend. But uh, uh, but you are doing this once again. But what's happening? What's going on? There there was a post that came out that uh, you may or may not be doing this. Bill, what what the, steer me in the right direction? Let's put it that way. Will do. The fact is. Uh... I sh- what, one thing I shouldn't do and what like most of America shouldn't do is get up when they get up, whatever time that is, and look at their phone. They should uh, take at least two and a half hours, maybe a coffee break or two, cigarettes if unfortunately you actually do that with yourself, and do things <laughs> that make you tranquil and do things that, you know, because what I do is I make the mistake every day like most people do and I wake up I put on my clothes get ready to go to work and I brush my teeth I comb my beard and then I look at my phone now I should do all those things but look at my phone because I look at my phone and I'm I'm groggy I'm tired I'm hangry and I have to go to work so I already have that mindset when I look at my phone so anything that bothers me it's going to bother me even more. And then I go to work, and then I look at it, and then things of that nature. And then <laughs> I, I, I have nothing but pessimistic thoughts. Now, I had all intentions, Mr. Lee, on coming here and really airing some people out. I really had that intention. But the thing is, I do have good people on my side. I have a lot of people that are rooting for me that I will do a disservice to 
if I don't do the right thing, you know, like I don't want to disappoint people. Like, you know, it's, it, it feels terrible. Like, yeah, these people that have me upset and have disappointed me and let me down, I, but I can't, they want me to that trend going. They want to see me fail. Just like most people who hate their life, they want to see people fail. People, believe it or not, as nice as you are and as awesome as you are, they want to see you not do good, man. There's people who look at your your posts and stuff and be like, uh, F this guy, he thinks he's all that, because you got a nice smile and you're always <laughs> smiling. People who don't smile because they hate their life despise that, man. So what I'm going to do, instead of airing out the folks that deserve to be aired out because they are horrible people, can we cuss on here? Not that I'm going to, but... Can we? You know, there there have been plenty of people that have not sugarcoated with those those words. So if you feel the need to drop a shit or a fuck, go right ahead. All right, so. you done did it. All right. Now, see, the thing is, like, when people, you know, emphasize things, like, when you use the F word a lot, like, it really waters down and downplays your stance. So I try not to cuss so much. But I'm telling you, there really is some people that test me, but... Let's get back on to what we're here for. 2015, I did DJ for 24 straight hours. I did it for Special Olympics. I did it at the same places that I'm doing it this time. The first 16 hours, I'm doing it at the Salem County Resources Center for Independent Living, the former building, uh, the Autism Center, next to Franco's in Pennsville, New Jersey. Then from 4 p.m. to midnight, I do it at AJ's, which is a cover charge, and I'm having bands and all kinds of entertainment on the deck while I play with other DJs tit for tat on the uh, on the main stage. Now the the first thing at the resources center is free, all ages, anybody can come. It's you know there's no charge or anything like that. This is like mm-hmm. this is one of the dumbest ideas I've ever come up with in my life. Like and it came up with it because. I was told I couldn't do it. Why would you think that's dumb? That's not even dumb to me. I, I, I just got to stop you there. I was like, that's not dumb, mainly for the reasons being that you're doing this for a reason. So, you know, there's a – you're supporting something. That's not dumb to me. But Yeah, I, I, put, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I just think it's dumb because I'm the one who has to do it. You know, like, uh, it, it was a crazy idea when I did it at the time. There was two times where I hit the wall. I thought I wasn't going to be able to continue, but I fought through it, and I made it happen. And the whole time I did it, I didn't have any alcohol or anything like that. But I'll tell you what, I do it from midnight to midnight, and then I let my buddy Eric Green, shout out to DJ Evil E, he relieves me from midnight to 2 a.m. So I have a chance to, like, you know, shoot the shit with people around and, you know, that pat me on my back and buy me drinks. But I'll tell you what, try this sometime. Stay up for 24 hours. Don't even do anything, like, important. Just stay up for 24 hours. Then drink a lot for an hour. That's one of the best buzzes you'll ever get in your life, hence on Buzzworthy Radio. That's true. There it is. Unintended, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the two – I'm doing it for two uh, uh, people this time, two foundations, two entities. And the first right. one is that building that I'm doing it in. It's the Salem County Resources for Independent Living. It's a – it's basically, it lets people come there that have special needs learn how to do everyday living things, pay bills, work, work in the kitchen, you know, do things that quote unquote normal people do. And there's also these things that they're teaching, they're not even taught in most schools, like how to change oil in your car, how to, you know, change a tire, like, like simple household things that people should know. They they don't. That's what they're right. doing. They 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 allow people that think they can't do things, can't be a, pr- a productive person in society. It shows them that they can. That's what this place does on the regular every day. And they were fortunate enough, and they let me come in the building. You know, and and when I first did it, I didn't like really. I didn't really do anything for them per se. I just put like a, a jar out and said, you know, give them money or whatnot. But this time around, I was like, you guys are so good to me. I want to do it for you this time. And they, you know, Absolutely. greeted me with open arms. Awesome stuff. And then, and then, you, uh, and then 4 to 12. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not missing one. It's Music in Motion Foundation. My buddy Gooch Nelson, the lead singer of Gooch. Ah, uh, yeah, and yeah, Motion, yeah, yeah. He has a foundation that is pinnacle to getting and keeping music programs in schools and in hospitals and even prisons. People always cringe when I say the prison part, 
but there's people in prison that quote unquote shouldn't be there and things like that. And even the ones mm-hmm. that should be there, music is an outlet. Music is a music is unbelievable. To me it's my religion. It moves me the way Jesus moves some people. You know what I mean? Like I hear a certain right. music it takes you somewhere. You know, it's a it's an unbelievable force. And, you know, that's what Music in Motion Foundation is. It's a way to okay. make people realize that music is very important in your everyday living. Your turn. <laughs> My turn. <laughs> well, so I just I rambled just, on, man. I just. You are allowed to ramble on the show to get your point across. Don't then cool. trust me. This is all this is all about you, man. And like I said, this you did this two years ago. Here you are two years later doing it again. Like what? prompted you to go ahead and do this again for the second time like what what in your I'll tell head exactly did, why because the second time uh, i did it actually a year ago i half-assed it and i did it for 12 hours and i did it at the fop and i did it for the special olympics as well and through the special olympics i do it with a polar plunge team the salem county fraternal order of police lodge six we always do the polar okay. plunge in wildwood every martin luther king jr weekend and this will be my sixth year doing it. And uh, so I did it 12 hours last year, and people kept hounding me, like, when are you going to do the uh, 24-hour thing again? And I always swore I'd never do it, but I just got that itch and was like, you know what, I'll do it. But as the, the days get closer, I wish I never did say I'd do it. But it's just like anything <laughs> that's worthwhile doing, you get that nervousness in you, you know, like, you know, it's just like it just shows you're human or whatnot. You might have but that yeah, surge. midnight to midnight, man. It's it's rush. it's on. Oh, absolutely. You I'm getting nervous just get thinking about it. Whew. Don't think about it. That's the thing. As you said, you think about it too much. So just to wait till it gets there, then get nervous. But then that rush of euphoria is going to come, and you're like, I'm going to kick ass, man. So that's good. That's all I can say. I appreciate you having me on, though, man, because I've been trying to get into a lot of outlets and this and that and it's not sexy enough you know it doesn't scare people it does their autism <laughs> and music in schools doesn't scare people until their kid has autism or their kid don't have music in schools you know like it's got to hit them yeah. where it hurts before it makes a difference in their life you know what before I mean? they but, start doing anything yeah absolutely no doubt because i tell you like i did i didn't even understand what autism was until i watched temple grandin the movie with uh claire danes i don't know if you've ever seen that mm-hmm. if you have it Smoke a joint, watch it immediately. It's a great movie. Uh, yeah, Probably find it on unbelievable. Netflix, it's called Temple Grandin. It's about this Temple woman Grandin. with autism that okay. basically like went to college, you know, and she like didn't want to, but was forced not forced to, but influenced by people who let her know that she was unbelievable and there's nothing that could stop her, not even her autism. And then she ended up doing all kinds of unbelievable, innovative things in slaughtering cows. I know that's crazy to say, but that's why you got to watch the movie. My, my description doesn't do it justice. Plus, it's one of the few movies where Claire Danes is ugly, which that's tough to pull off because she's a beautiful woman. Hey, in order to make the role work, you you do anything you got to do. Yeah, but, Charlize uh, Theron was to... hideous and monster, but she pulled that off. She pulled that off, too. I did watch that movie. Uh, but I'll have to check that out. Maybe I'm assuming Netflix must have this. They better. Maybe. HBO made the movie. HBO made the movie. Yeah, it was a, uh, made, yeah, a HBO-based movie or whatnot. Interesting. If I find it, might I'll send it your way. But it's a, yeah, it's it's a, a great possibility movie. Possibility it might be on Hulu then. But yeah, I'll have to uh, I'll have to check into that. So it is Claire Danes. What was the name of the movie again? Just completely Temple went on my Brandon. Head. I'll tag you in a Temple. couple of things when we're done the interview or whatnot. How long is this show anyway? No, I'm normally a half an hour. So we got we, really we oh got man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a quick I'm a quick guy unless I absolutely have to stay on longer. But <laughs> I, I, that's I, funny, man. I'm that's like funny there. you brought up how we like first met. Like we met on the deck at AJ's, and and I reckon you were uh, you were tuned in. I wasn't tuned in yet. And we had met for the first time 
you know, like, and it was just funny because we've always had a rapport on the interwebs, and this is the first time I'm meeting you, and you're like, you know, uh, like hugging me and shit. I, I, don't get me wrong, I love it. I love meeting new people. You know what I mean? And I, I find you <laughs> to be a fascinating person, man. Like you, you are obviously you're the hit, man. Like you're the bee's knees. It's so funny. I'm using all these bee uh, references, but. I see the love you get online, man. Like, and it's and it's, it's well deserved, man. You're a real, you're a real cool person, man. You're very genuine. You you seem to have a heart of gold, from what I've seen, and that's why I'm glad you you picked me up to let me do this, man. I really appreciate it. I wouldn't have said the word bees knees about anybody, but I appreciate you saying that about me. Don't get me wrong, but it's just I never pictured myself that way. I just, you know, I'm just. Laid back, I guess, is uh, the best way of saying it. You know, that's I wish that's I could it. be laid I, back I, like you. I, I wish I could, man. I, I got this thing about okay, me. It's <laughs> taken a long time to get to this point. It's taken a lot of years. But I, I, I must admit it, you do crack me up when the, when pig parkers decide to make their appearances around you. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, hilarious, it's hilarious to me whenever you point those out because I'm sitting there going, like, this annoys me so much. I am so yeah. glad someone else this way because I hate how they park and you park so that no one else can park in that spot <laughs> yeah it's it's amazing man how people just don't care like you know what it's funny because I don't take people have been sending me pictures and every now and then they'll like ask me is this okay and stuff like that you know because you know I guess I'm like the parking guru or something now you know what I mean like they, so they'll run it by me and then they'll hashtag it I park good you know <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fun times it's the four corners one always cracks me up though. Like when a guy takes up four spots, like parks in the four corners, like the four states that are square. Unless you're parking like, unless you're parking parking four spots, like you go to the Walmart parking lot and then you park in the, in the, in the cross between between four uh, spots. That's four corners. Oh Uh, oh my God. I I legit hate people. I think, I think they're, (laughs) they're not, they're not as worse as I will admit. I guess the pig parkers are not as bad as driving on 295 every day, and having to deal with the fact that once you get on 76, and you you will not get into the the lane that you need to get in, so you can get off the exit. They'll just ride on by and not let you pass. And That's that right. happened to me this morning. I legit was trying to get to the right because the Collingswood exit is to the right. So when you get off of 26, you're all the way in the left. So I'm yep, trying to you've got to make that trek, man. It's savage. It, what you need to do, savage. listen, what you need to start doing is don't take that exit. Go Stay right. And then when they want you to go on well, yeah, 95 North, take that go. left lane. And then it puts you right on to the right side for Collingswood. Right. It's, if you just go straight and you, you just go by 27, it just you'll stay in the right lane. So that's and what is it I about to... what is it about that bend, man? When you get to that bend and either you're either on 76 or you're on 295 North 26 up, people turn into the devil and they drive. Oh, under, it's, I guess that's where North Jersey starts. If you had to make make a, a, it's a marker. insane, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. Like I said, I was a I was trying to get it, and I had I had a good amount of space. This car that was to the right of me honks their horn, basically honking not to pass them and get into that lane because <laughs> they wanted to speed up and keep going. But there was room for me to move, and they honk at me saying like, "Yeah, f you, don't get over here." And I'm like, "Are you serious right now?" So. Yep. <laughs> If you drive in New Jersey, you can drive anywhere. That's, I say that all the time. I can't say that. Have you driven in California, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I haven't. So I can't. I can't really say that. But the thing is, like, we are something else. I understand why people always talk about New Jersey drivers. Like, I don't try to like defend us. Like, cowboy fans have to defend themselves because they ain't shit. I like. I. Don't defend New Jersey drivers. I get it because when you see these savage drivers, if you want to get where you're going, you got to become them. So you are them as well. You know what I mean? If you want to get where you're going, it's t- it's terrible. Absolutely. If not, man, they'll eat you alive. Ugh. All the time. And like I said, you would think that I'd be used to it by now because I've been driving this way 
for the past four months. It still pisses me off. There's just no way. <laughs> um, we're actually going to continue this conversation here on this show. You guys are going to lose the live feed in about five seconds, but we're going to keep on going, but you'll be able to get it in the archive, so stay tuned for that. But back to what we were saying, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't deal uh-huh. I can't deal with these drivers every day, all the time. You would think I could. Preston and Steve keeps me sane on this road. So I feel like once I had them on the radio, I was like, all right, I can't get mad now. I got Preston and Steve on in my car. But it's some one driver that just wants to cut you off or not let you over. I suddenly want to turn into the Incredible Hulk. I just can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> the way I go about it, I use reverse road rage because the – the word swap and the middle finger are so overused. Let me tell you something. Next time you get upset with someone that messes up on the road, give look at make sure they are looking you in their in your eyes and give them the thumbs up. You they will go furious. They will go nuts. <laughs> or say nice. Interesting. <laughs> I that works have for to me. Try that. I'm that works for you? Because, oh, yeah. I mean, because this middle finger, I guess that's so like, yeah, that's, that's like the word the anymore. You know, it's so it's so <laughs> used. It's it, not, it's it doesn't have like, effect it's not anymore. Even, it's not even, yeah. It's I've like, had yeah, that happen. It's like, where, yeah, fuck me. Yeah, yeah, I'm on my way, you know. Well, but if someone I, gives me a I, thumbs I, up, I'm like, oh you, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I... I on purpose cut somebody off because I was just like, you know, I was getting ready to move to the other lane. And this dude was coming at like 90 miles an hour and I legit was moving into the left lane. I was like, all right, you got to slow the F down, bro. So I, I, I just <laughs> legit cut him off on purpose. And he honks his horn at me. I was like, yeah, and what? I did cut you off. What you going to do about it? And he drives Polite by. And he, me the, and he gives me the finger driving by. And I was like, I just started cracking up and I was like, can't help it. I'm the man. So it didn't even, like, phase me. I was just cracking up in my car for about 10 solid minutes. I thought it was the funniest thing. I, 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 just, I just felt that that was not even an insult. I said, yeah, what of it? I've always swore to God that one of the few ways that I was going to leave this earth was a road rage incident, either a road rage incident <laughs> or telling the wrong person to pull up their pants. I always swore to God that that was going to happen or like just some issue in a fast food place. Like I've always come to the conclusion that was, my life was going to end one of three ways and I'll, I'll gladly accept it. You know, it's so <laughs> funny. You said that about a fast food place because I do work in retail. I mean, it's, it's kind of scaled down from a regular retail in a sense, but it's still retail, but I've been working in retail for 14 years and I feel like if I'm off the clock, I'm in regular street clothes. I go somewhere else that's not the wall, and I'm witnessing something going down where a customer is pretty much bashing the employee behind the counter, and I'm standing there listening until the other end. I'm probably going to be that guy that would jump in and basically be like, you need to calm your shit. So, and, and I would probably be that guy that would start a fight in the store. Because or not even start a fight, like you, but then you'll be the hero in the news, you know, you know. The podcast host Lavelle Lee you know, tried to stop a fight and he got stabbed in the neck with a pencil. You know, like you know, you'll be a hero. You know, <laughs> they'll make it. They'll make T-shirts with you and shit. You know, oh but God. it's yeah, crazy, man. You, you don't me, want to defuse things because if you pencil. do that, you're an asshole. You know, I mean, especially if you come in late and you see like an issue or or a, de- a debate going on somewhere and you walk in halfway, you don't know. Who's the asshole? You know what I mean? You could be defending someone that, you know, is the one that shouldn't be defended, you know? Like, ah, oh, you guys need to calm down. This guy here, man, you just got here, motherfucker. You know, you don't know what the hell you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> and it seems that like if you try to help in any, in any shape or form, you know, you need, you're in the you wrong. need to mind your business. You're in the wrong. Yeah, anyway. it's, it's, yeah. it's all the time. You know. I see it all the time. It's like you try to do something good and then you're in the wrong. Trust me. We are uh, living. Man, we are living in a time where, where, where we're where we're given the victim like so much leeway. Like like Meek Mill getting two to four. Yeah, it sucks, and it sucks why it happened because you know like it was pit pat titty tat stuff that he got you know you put away for. But not all the other stuff before that. 
You know what I mean? No, sure. He's, he was totally disrespectful on the regular to his PO, to his judge. He was totally defiant all the time. I mean, it's just a matter of time before. I mean, you, you can't give, you know, I give it up to him, though, because, you know, he was on top of the game. He's Philly's finest my, behind Black Thought, if you ask me. He's one of the best rappers ever. But, you know, when you feel that way, when you have that feeling of invincibility, man, like, it just sucks when it, when it nips you in the bud. You know, it's it's funny how you mentioned like how we are living in a time where it's so different than what we're used to. I mean, we I had this conversation with a lot of, of my close friends majority of the time about how sensitive we've become as a nation. Like we've been very sensitive to everything. I mean, there's always something where you there's racism immediately cried. You know, I mean, I'm 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 looking at it and I'm going like um, but it's not really racism, though. Like, there are some instances where it's, it's taken way too far, and they just want to cry racism because they can cry, and then they're going to continue to cry. And I'm like, this is not it. Why are you saying this? This is not yeah. racism. This is not blackface. There was, like, somebody that had to apologize online that was a celebrity because they thought that she was doing a blackface. And it wasn't even blackface. It was an actual costume where... She was dark because uh, uh, she was a zombie, and they immediately went online on Twitter and like bashed her, saying that she was doing blackface. And I'm sitting there going like, "But no, she wasn't." I'm like, "What are you, what are you doing here, man? This is not even." I'm like, "Why, why, why do you think that racism is like that word that you can say and thinks it gets you somewhere all the time?" It doesn't. I mean, are there situations where that should be said? Absolutely, there are. But come on, bro. Come on. There are some yeah, things it waters, you know it that waters it's not down e- the times. It waters down the times when when you do call it out, and it is proper to call it out. You know what I mean? It's crying wolf. It really is, man. It sucks. I have black it's, friends because I want so bad to be black. I got black friends, and we always kid around <laughs> with race stuff all the time. Like every time. But when my black friend, we go meet up somewhere, and he's always late. I mean, he's always late, and it's, and it's always the CPT joke. But if I type that on the okay. interwebs, oh, my God, man, I will catch hell for that. You know what I mean? Well, you know, Guybo, I mean, for those that are that live in our neck of the woods, and if you, you know who I am and you know who my best friend is, this shouldn't shock you. But, you know, Guybo and I are, are – pretty much like that i mean we're 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 hardcore and he 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 will go out of his way to throw the stereotypical joke out in public on facebook and even in public not on facebook i mean like out and about are you talking about he, the buddy with the shirt the shirt yes and, uh, yo, yeah that is the best shit ever oh my god next time i see it i am sharing that like every, all day I, I that's like one of my favorite pictures of you <laughs> Me and him Well let, let's set up this story Because I think this is absolutely hilarious So I got the idea Of doing that shirt uh, And by the way my mom hated it but, I bet <laughs> My mom hated it But I mean let me tell you Everybody else loved it She was the only one that didn't like it But everybody everybody loved this But the thing of it was Is that there was a meme that went That was like being Spread on Facebook that I came across, someone had shared it. I can't remember who it was, but it was a, a black dude and a white guy, and it pretty much had those shirts where it says "my redneck nigga" on it. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I had to say the word because it, it was that. That's what it is. And because you're allowed. Uh, said that too, <laughs> but no, I do. I do need to emphasize that point. This is what the shirt said. So that's what it is. And there was a caption where it says. It would the world would be a much better place. Like in, in a sense, this is basically what it's saying. Like, look at this. Like, why can't it be like this for everybody? Kind of. That's basically what it alluded to with the with the meme caption itself. But so I had shared it on my wall, and uh, my friend Barry uh, Barry Pollard he had messaged me and said, "If you want, I can make those shirts for you." So he. <laughs> So he, I was like, well, what do I need to do? He says, just bring two black shirts over, and I'll put it on the shirts. So I did. He did them. I got them. And we wore them 
out when we went and saw Suicide Squad, which was the weekend of my birthday last year. So, yes, we wore them for my birthday. I, I, it's, it's insane, I know, but that's just the way it was. Uh, we, I like it. I went, we, we went to his house. He was like, we should have wore our shirts. I was like, my shirt's in the car. So he gets the shirt. We wear it. We had to obviously sit next to each other so people would get the joke. So we sat next to each other in the theater. Everybody was cracking up in the theater. Everybody. Even yeah, the no people doubt. giving us popcorn. Everybody at the counter, they were just like falling out. They thought it was the best thing ever. The thing is when with those the shirts, movie, though, you'd have to make sure that you guys are always next to each other, though, if you think about that. Well, you guys can't is, go wandering is, off. <laughs> well, this is, this, is where it, this is where it leads into that statement you just made. I had to use the restroom when the movie ended, so oh, we separated for about a minute. And he was standing there by himself with that shirt on, and there was a black guard. It was a girl. She was that was sitting there, and they, and everybody was telling me these stories. Like she was sitting there so mad that he was wearing this shirt, standing by himself, and he just felt so awkward. And, he, and I come out. My back was to her, so she didn't see my shirt yet. So I come out, and he's go. He goes. I told you, you can't leave my side. I was like, I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then he tells me that the chick, the chick was legit giving him the biggest stare down ever to a point where it looked like she was about to get up and haul and beat him up so bad. And then when I turned around and she saw my shirt, then she starts laughing and she says, oh, that's funny. And then <laughs> I was like, that is awesome. What? Like, what? And then <laughs> the rest is history. And then we just left and then we went around town in Pennsylvania sporting those shirts then and then pretty much the same response was given when we showed up so it was just that that was a hit that night so I I was just like cracking up to myself I was like I honestly I can't see anybody pulling this off but us two there's just no way <laughs> That's it, yeah that was good possible. stuff man like the first time I saw that picture I was like yes you know like <laughs> I thought that was so awesome man you know, like it, it's really like poking fun at people that try to take it there. You know, what I mean that that try too damn hard to make shit racial, man. There's so much shit that is racial. Like, let's focus on that because that's terrible. That stuff that's really happening. You know, what I mean, like, don't don't downplay the shit that is terrible with trying to force something that isn't really like Dave Chappelle show probably couldn't even happen anymore. Probably couldn't happen in 2017. Absolutely not. The the Clayton Bigsby episode would come on and the world would go batshit crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, that's one of the best shows ever on the planet too. I love that show. And and you're right. That is a show that would not work now because everybody would cry foul. And it's unfortunate that it would probably be our kind, my kind that would, cry foul um it's just the way it is it it was it was never like this back in the day it was never to a point where we were this sensitive on unless you were going back to the 60s and it's like this again pretty much and i'm never i'm never not going to say that there wasn't any real racism issues races i mean people are saying racism is over i was like it never was oh, over no no it's, it's definitely about, not what over. Are you talking about it's a different kind it is a different kind of racism in 2017 now that trump's in office like the, there's like i've seen it with my own eyes i was naive to it at first but like there's some there is some folks out there that got their chest out because trump's in office and they think they could say whatever they want i've I was I swear to God, dude, I was naive to it. I was like, ah, it's not gonna be like that. But it it is happening. It is happening as we speak, man, and it's sad, man. It really is. It, it is, is, man. And that's me saying makes, that. You know what I mean? It makes it it makes it worse because a lot of times, you know, my mom was like, Are you friends with anybody who are Trump supporters? Because she feels like every single Trump supporter is a racist and I'm sitting here going like, No, they're not. Are there Trump supporters who are racist? Of course there probably are. <laughs> yeah, damn everybody. right. But it's not everybody. And it's just like you can't lump all of those who voted for the man as that kind of title. It's just not true. It's not everybody. I mean, if that were the case, then, again, here's reverse racism. So you're going to say that everybody who voted for Obama, they hate white folk. So, you know, it's it, – 
it's not politically correct for me to say that statement or yeah. ask that question, but it's in the same. I'm saying that to make a point. You're saying this on that one spectrum, but in essence, it's kind of like that on the other side of the coin. But I don't know. It's just it's just the world we live in. That's it. someone hating someone because of their damn skin color. Like it's so it's so taught first off. But it could be un well, you know what I mean? Like and and uh, people that are homophobic, they get me too, man, because as far as I'm concerned, I know how much I like my girlfriend. I know how much I like women. You know what I mean? Like why do I have to why do I have to put time out of my life to hate someone that does things that I don't understand. Just because I don't understand it doesn't mean I have to hate it. Every time I've been around, like I went to a gay party one time with three of my homophobic friends a while back, and they all had this face, like, ew, this is the, it was like the Blue Oyster Bar in Police Academy. It was like just like that. And I had a ball up in there. Like, I was dancing with gay guys. I know I'm not gay, but I don't give, I was slapping their butts and everything. I, we were having a, a hell of a time up in there. And I knew I was walking out of there, with a nice lady, you know what I mean? Like, I, and they'd be all like, "Oh, f them guys, that's so disgusting." I'm like, "Yo, dude, like, why do you?" Because the way I figure it is, if if you got that kind of hatred in you for for people like that, it's either because you got raped in jail or you're curious and you don't want to admit it to people. You're the guy. You're the you're the army guy in American. Oh, beauty, absolutely. You know what I mean? That's the way I feel about it. I'm like, why? I mean. I mean, yeah, when I was young, I didn't understand it, but then after a bit, you know, you just become, this is the way it is, man. Like, just like, even like the transgender thing, I do not understand it at all, and I don't hate them because I don't understand it. It is what it is, man. I got, I got bills to pay. I got to go to work. I got things I got to do. I got a 24-hour November Endeavor coming up to raise money and awareness <laughs> for autism and music in schools to be hating someone because they don't know if they want a penis or a vagina, you know, like... I ain't got no time for that in my life, man. It's ridiculous. I'm pretty we, much it's that a, guy. It's the hell of a time like, we're living in, man. It is, man. I don't you can care have too much of opinion. Are. Yeah. I don't I don't care who you are, what you do. I I I I will I will say I don't care what you do as even if it's to uh, I will say I don't care what you do. But if it's to a point where you might hurt yourself to where you won't be on this earth, I don't want you doing it. I will say that. But outside of that, I don't care what you do. I don't care who you are. If you treat me well, you treat me great. You treat my family right. I got no problem with you. That's it. Yeah. I, like you, uh, people you, have you, this that, impression. People have this impression that I'm an asshole. And I mean, uh, I guess uh, I yeah, can be. I don't do. know. But I mean, That's there are some it, people out there that really have disdain for your boy. And I'll tell you right now. Most of the time, they got it because of what someone else is saying. Because I get. I make a lot of my friends off the strengths of people having a friend that don't like me. And then then they'll come up to them. They'll be like, yo, I don't understand why you don't like this dude because I was just hanging out with him the other day. It was nothing but a good time, and we were smiling ear to ear the whole time. Like, I I don't – it's weird, man. But that's just like DJing. You can't please them all, so I don't attempt to. Well, you're not going to. I mean, even – even for myself, everybody says I love everybody and everybody loves me. I was like, please, I got haters out there. I'm not oblivious to the fact that there are people who don't like me, and that's just the way it is. I can't like everybody. Someone don't like you, they got some nerve. <laughs> there, I'm. Sh- listen, I know they're out there. I'm not gonna front. And you know what? Does it bother me? Absolutely not, because it's not ruining my life. They're not ruining my life. I'm still living how I'm gonna live. And if you are jealous of what I do, if you hate what I do. That's on you. I'm not yeah. going to stop doing what I'm doing because it affects you. Listen, I, I grew up I grew up having in school where I was I don't want to say the word loner, but unfortunately it is the word that fits because you know, you didn't really I didn't really fit in with everybody. I didn't really talk to everybody. I didn't really do a lot of things with a lot of people because people in school at the time which I'm sure maybe you've experienced once upon a time, uh, would talk crap on you behind your back, but then they're going to smile at you in your face and think everything's all, 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 all good and stuff. Yet no I knew that they were talking, talking crap behind my back about that, and I smiled in their face too, but I also said in my head, I was like, I know what you're all about, but... Kill them with kindness, man. I, well, know? I did, but it, it also just like burned me inside because I'm going like, why... 
am I wasting my time talking to this person when I know that you basically want to talk shit on me? But, you know, it, 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 it's kind of one of those things where it's, it builds character. It, it's a catch-22. It does, but it's also interesting to note that when you finally leave that realm of reality when you were in high school and then you go into college and then you go into the, into the workforce and you get the job and then you wind up seeing them again after all those years have passed, it's, it, it's very interesting how people want to come back into your corner when they see how well you're doing just because you've gotten somewhere in life and they probably didn't get anywhere in life or whatever, whatever you're yep. doing that looks appealing to them. Like it, it, it's, if you can, if they feel like you can do something for them, they want to come into you. And I'm just sitting there going like, yeah, you're, you got jokes. Uh, F that. So <laughs> yeah, um, no doubt, I man. Be, I, I can be civil with people um, that I know that are not for me and that are against me, I can be civil with you. I can have a, I can have a nice one minute conversation with you and then call it a day. But that's about it. And that I wouldn't give, I wouldn't give the shirt off my back. You know, I know who I have in my corner. As you said, you have people in yours. I know who I have in my corner. I mean, while people, while everybody does love me and I do love a majority of people, there are probably only a handful of people, and I mean a legit five-finger handful, who I would trust with my life. And You're lucky they, to have that I, I many, would, dude. You're lucky to have that many. Some people would don't you have consider one. that a lot? I don't consider What's that? that a lot oh, dude, at all, I mean, but... I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that I don't have any. I do. But a handful, like five or, you know, that's, that's amazing because some people don't have that, man. And it's it's messed up, but that's what growing apart. I had a buddy, with my, I had a I had a talk with my buddy Big Jersey today. But like growing apart sucks, man. It really does, man. People get kids, they got jobs, and this and that. They got obligations, and and you know, like it happens, man. It happens to the best of us, man. Like then you start seeing your old best friends at weddings and funerals, man. You gotta start seeing them in nice shoes and button-up shirts that are uncomfortable. You know, so it's 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 life sucks sometimes, man. You gotta just make the best of it. Well, that's and it's funny you said that, but I mean, you know, one, one of my best friends. I mean, we text all the time, but you know, it's it's one of those things that our schedules are very conflicting. I don't really get to see him as much, and you know, he he works at Comores. He's on the night shift. He's working so many amount of hours. When he gets home, he's tired. He doesn't want to be bothered. I mean, and of course. You know, and when he does have the time where he wants to spend time with a person, it's his girlfriend. And so, but that's all he sees now, and he doesn't really see anybody else. It's it's her and her kid, and then it's just back to work. It's it's very hard to try to make some time to hang out with him, and we both know that because we both know that we got other stuff that we got to do. We got jobs ourselves. We got we we want to see other people. We want to do other things, but it's very difficult to also want to get together as well. But does that bother us? Not really, because we talk all the time still. So it's it's for me. I think it's one of those things where if I didn't talk to them on a consistent basis, then it would upset me. But I think yeah, no the doubt. fact that that I legit just texted him maybe about two days ago and we were just like talking for like a good half hour i'm i'm like that's good with me at this point i mean i'm not upset by that i had been told him i said you know we never get together like as much as we would like to but it'd been different if i were like five thousand miles away or if i we're living across the country in California, or if I was living in a different state that wasn't here or in the town, you know what I mean? It would have been different. Like if I was visiting and I get, didn't get to see him, it would be different. I would feel some type of way about that. But I, yeah. like I tell everybody else, I'm like, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here in town. We don't get together. It's not like the end of the world because I'm still here and That's you right. got the phone. It's, it's fine. You know what I mean? I'm not, right. I'm not upset by that. So, 
right, look here, bud. It's five of eight, and my programs are coming on. I don't want. I hate to cut this short. We are having a great conversation. I have not been on a landline on my 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 ear is so hot. It has been like since high school. So I've been on a landline this long. I appreciate you having me, man. I really do. Hey, listen. I understand Empire is about to come on, so you know I got to watch that. So I hear you. (laughs) Hey, look, man. I, no, anytime, no. man. I will, I will come on your show again. Uh, I, I had a great time doing this. I really did. Absolutely. I'm glad you were able to finally make this happen with me. So, looking forward to the next one for sure. All right, man. You just keep in touch. We'll make it happen. All right, man. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. All right. So that was Mike Shannon. We. We call him DJ She's around here. He is going to be doing the uh, 24-hour Endeavor on November 18th. I'll probably be making my way around, so if anybody is in the area that wants to see me, just make sure you check me out. I'll be around most likely, and we'll uh, we'll talk up shop and everything, but make sure you guys, if you are in the area, check it out. Uh, San Luis County Resources uh, for Independent Living Incorporated. He's going to be in that building right by Franco's Pizzeria in Pennsville. He's also going to be in AJ's Restaurant and Tavern in Pennsville. So it's going to be it's going to be a fun night. Like I said, this is his second one that he's doing. So make sure you guys check it out if you are around. So hopefully I will be back very very soon with another show that we are currently working on setting up because. We got to get this person back here. I mean, believe it or not, I've missed talking to this guy. He's definitely one of my favorites here on the show. And, you know, it's always a fun time when he's here. And we are working on making that happen. So as soon as I get this nailed down and get all the details squared away, he will be here. So make sure you guys keep a lookout on my Twitter at Buzzworthy Radio, on Facebook, which is Buzzworthy Radio. Uh, my website, buzzworthyradiocast.com. Check them out. We'll have all the information you need once that becomes available. But that's going to do it for me for right now tonight. I'm the Bell J. Lee, making sure you keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. Thank you guys so much for being a part of my show for the last 10 years, and hopefully we can continue for another 10 years. I appreciate you all. Thank you very much. Have a good night. From Twitter to iHeartRadio, Buzzworthy is everywhere. everywhere. Miss the show? Log on to BuzzworthyRadioCast.com for past shows and videos of some of your favorite stars. Stay connected to Buzzworthy Radio.